0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Locked On Podcast Network presents Locked On Sports Today.
2: The Houston Texans went from the number two pick to the AFC South champs. How did D'Amico Ryan turn this team around so fast? Also, the Bills and the Dolphins fought for the AFC East title. And the Green Bay Packers have their man in Jordan love. I'm Peter Bukowski. starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today.
3: Searching all major sports. Found.
1: Let's start with the biggest story.
2: Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. A year ago at this time, the Houston Texans were preparing for which quarterback they were going to take with the number two overall pick. Now, safe to say, they got their guy. CJ Stroud was unbelievable in a do or die game on Saturday night, a 10 and 7 Houston Texans season under first year coach D'Amico Ryan's, a 23 to 19 win on the road against the Indianapolis Colts to get into the postseason. Cody Davis from Locked on Texans joins me now. And Cody, no, no, don't shake your head. This really happened. <laughs> it is a true thing. They are going to the playoffs. Why, why, why has this left everyone in Houston so
3: speechless? Because no one, no one expected this. Look, my mm. co-host John Hickman might have been the only one that I could recall playing around with the idea of the Texans not just getting to the playoffs but winning the division. But it was one of those situations where if everything went right and me personally at the start of the season, I was like, look, a successful season for the Houston Texans in 2023 will be six wins. We see growth, potential and development throughout the year. And it made sense because first year head coach, first year offensive play caller, Mm -hmm. um, rookie quarterback, a lot of new pieces around the team, you know, the guys that We're talented. You can see some potential there, but it's like, okay, can they really help this team get to that point? But Peter, not only did everything that I just said, you know, just exceeded the expectation. Nothing was perfect for this team. Yeah, they won, I think, seven or eight one-score games, and look how many injuries that they had to overcome. Nothing was perfect about the Texans in 2023, but yet here we are, and they are AFC Divisional South champions about to host a playoff game against the Cleveland Browns, and not only that, it's a possibility where they can actually make the divisional round. So it's just like, what is going on? (laughs) (laughs)
2: It, it, I think it is a testament to what a young quarterback – can do for your organization because, mm-hmm. and and for as much as I think D'Amico Ryan deserves a ton of credit for what has happened this season culturally, that is vital, right, to what you're building there.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: But you could not have predicted C.J. Stroud would look like this—one of the best rookie seasons we have ever, ever seen—and gives you a chance, as you mentioned, to go out and win a playoff game here. Just, just put into perspective what this pick and what this player has been for the, this Houston team in this turnaround?
3: Well, everybody already knows, like, you know, the the story of how the Houston Texans got here, go all the way back to when they blew that 24 to nothing league against yep. Kansas City. And, of course, you know, in my opinion, one of the they might worst— make it a rematch with the Chiefs in the second round, too. I, I hope so. I actually want that, Peter. You're talking about a full-circle moment. But, you know— so, so everybody knows the story, you know, and then, you know, the Texans have to go through this, this terrible rebuild, in my opinion, one of the worst rebuilds probably in sports. But the thing with CJ throughout the whole entire year, just being around him almost every single day and watching him grow from afar. And I've been around CJ almost every single day since the start of rookie mini camp. Hmm. And the one thing that I started catching on to, and this probably been the best attribute that i love most about CJ, it's the, it's the fact that he doesn't make the same mistake twice. I remember rookie minicamp. He did not look good in practice. And it was one of those situations where we was like, okay, he's a rookie. He's going to learn. You know, maybe you start the season with Davis Mills for those first couple of weeks. Give him a chance to learn from afar. Now, I know that might sound crazy, but, you know, you take a look at Patrick Mahomes. You saw what that one year of him sitting behind, I think, Alice Mick did for sure. him. Um, before C.J. Stroud, you know, we was dealing with Davis Mills, and every time Davis Mills got benched, He comes back and put together a couple great games, and it's like, okay, we see something in Davis. But going back to CJ Stroud, rookie minicamp, he didn't look great. So it's like, okay, let's see how he's grown from rookie minicamp to OTAs. We see some growth. OTAs to training camp, we see some growth. I remember in training camp, this man had a problem with turnovers. I remember there was there was a day he committed, I want to say like five turnovers, five and he threw five interceptions. And it's like, okay, well, he's a young quarterback. He's going to learn. But it was just the consistent growth that I've seen from that young man ever since what, mid-May, all the way up until January. And it's like when Coach D'Amico rides, Bobby Slowick, his teammates, everybody, the quarterback coach, Gerard Johnson, I just spoke to him a couple of days ago. When they say... CJ doesn't make the same mistake twice. That is part of the reason why we're sitting here looking at one of the best rookie quarterbacks of all time.
2: Stay up to date all year on the Houston Texans by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Texans on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, the Bills and Dolphins vibe for the AFC East title. Before we get to that, the Eagles are dead before the playoffs even start. The NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get 150 bucks in bonus bets. Guaranteed, when you place a $5 bet, win or lose, $150 in bonus bets, and you don't even have to win. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, what are you waiting for? The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, teasers, and more. There's also weekly promos and boosts to give you plenty of opportunities to increase your payout. With the playoff set, the 49ers are FanDuel's favorite to win the Super Bowl. Plus 230. Right behind them, the Ravens. Plus 330. Then there's a pretty big gap. Cowboys. Plus 750. The Bills at 8-1. And the Chiefs at 9-1. Everyone else longer than 10 to 1 to win this Super Bowl. You can also combine bets for a bigger payout same game parlays, a great way to enjoy watching sports. So visit fanduel.com/lockedon and do the NFL season right. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL.
1: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this off season, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast.
2: Locked On has launched the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel.
1: Now, here's what you need to be locked on today.
2: The Philadelphia Eagles well, they laid an egg. Seriously, after that loss to the Giants, there is no team with less momentum going into the playoffs.
0: 27-10, the final score. The Eagles 11-6 and 6 to end the 2023 season. Second in the NFC East. They blew it yet again today. At one point, were alive and could have won the division, could have been the two seed. They are not. They are 1-5 in, in their last six games. And that none of that matters. They're dead to me. Like, yes, they're going to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the playoffs. There's still a playoff game to be had. Looks like it's going to be on Monday night next week. But I just don't even want to talk about that right now because the nightmare continued today against the Giants. I've, I just, I'm not in shock. I, I am in shock. I, I, I don't want to say I can't believe that we're back in the spot that the Eagles are in right now. But I'm kind of in shock that we are back. Like I've seen crazier things in sports and with this football team, but I would have never predicted this team would be back to where. Like if you wanted to prove that time is a circle, then look at the Philadelphia Eagles.
2: The Saints dominated the Falcons but still missed the postseason. The future ain't all bad on the big easy though. Where was all of this during? their earlier portion of the
5: season but they needed to do something out here to close out the season to give some optimism going into the offseason uh, because not everybody has been totally optimistic about what this team has looked like throughout the year and has been I think uh, deservedly critical when it comes to what this team has been in terms of its inconsistencies, ups and downs, all those other things. But let's focus on what it is that got the New Orleans Saints their big 48 to 17 win here in New Orleans. Let's start off with Derek Carr who played a phenomenal game. 22 of 28 completing over 78% of his past Passes, 264 passing yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions in this game. You could see the trust that has continued to develop between him and the younger receivers that are on this team. A.T. Perry with two touchdown catches. Chris Olave with a touchdown catch. Rashid Shaheed with a touchdown catch as well. You can see the sort of communication. You could see sort of the familiarity finally starting to pay off between Derek Carr and these uh, New Orleans wide receivers, which is big because, look, there's a very good chance that Chris Olave, Rashid Shahid, and A.T. Perry are wide receivers one, two, and three going into next season.
2: Plus, you know, beignets and hand grenades, Bourbon Street, they'll be all right. The AFC North will feature all winning teams after the Bengals stomp the Browns' second stringers. There's something to be said, Jake, about, and and I love the draft
4: position, and I would much rather they could have drafted 13th if things broke their way this week and they had lost this game. There was no way in hell they were losing this game. I I don't know how they would have, because the way the the Browns trotted their guys out, I mean, it would have been really tough to lose this game. Uh, And, you know, they could have never played Jamar, never played Mixon, never played Hendrickson, I guess the the one thing if you don't play that offensive line, you know, you're starting offensive line. Then then it changes, which we saw when they did pull yeah. their starters. Right, the, the guys would, that got into the game in the fourth quarter, maybe that's yeah. a competitive game. Maybe it is, but it's it, it's still you'd have to really try then to, to in, in, in that scenario to lose. And so I, I do think finishing nine and eight and with like, third straight winning season, I think there's something to be said for that. Uh, I I also think that this
2: division is just, is just insane. And over on the hardwood, the Pelicans cannot be stopped. Just ask the Kings.
0: The Pelicans beat the Sacramento Kings in dominant fashion, 133-100. They were up by as many as 50 points in this one. This is the fifth win in a row over the Sacramento Kings. This season, this was just utterly dominant. The Pelicans did everything you wanted to see from them in this game. And after the loss to the Los Angeles Clippers, where they look like they really struggled, it was a 111-95 point loss. To come back and bounce back like this tells you a lot about this team.
1: Here is another story you need to know.
2: The Buffalo Bills had a bit of a roller coaster year, but needed to win on Sunday to clinch the AFC East. There had also been scenarios where they just weren't in the playoffs at all when the day started. If they lost the Miami dolphins had the same chance at the AFC East as for the winner.
6: Well, Kyle Krabs from locked on dolphins has more on that one. Where do we get started? Uh, other than feeling like it's groundhog day here on locked on dolphins, not just well, you lost to the Buffalo bills, it happens right pretty routinely with this football team in this era of the team. um, You had special teams miscues. You had a two-minute offense situation that yielded a turnover. You had the Dolphins offense finding rousing success, rushing the football in the first half, only to completely abandon the idea of running the football in the second half. You have injuries to the edge group. You have Tyreek Hill failing to complete what would have been a tough catch, but a, a catch nonetheless. Uh, on that two-minute offense opportunity. All the same storylines that have been storylines for the Dolphins and kind of question marks and concerns, once again reared their head as the Dolphins lost to Buffalo by a final score of 21-14. to It was another near loss for Miami, Uh, but you don't get consolation prizes for near losses, and certainly not in the AFC East. Standings: uh, The Dolphins finished with the same record as the Bills, but lost to the Bills twice in head-to-head. And their reward for that is a short week. They will play on Saturday night at 8 p.m. in frigid Kansas City against the defending Super Bowl champions uh, in weather that is forecasted to be around 10 degrees plus windchill. So, great. Welcome to the postseason, Miami Dolphins. Uh, I think the frustrating thing about this game for the Dolphins was uh, the first half was largely everything that you, you would have hoped it would have been. Uh, you got several turnovers. You got three turnovers off Josh Allen, plus the turnover on downs uh, on the final play, the first half for Miami. Uh, they took a seven-point lead into halftime and just offensively came out and could not do anything with the football. Scoring 14 points in this game, uh, with how you move the ball and how you ran the ball effectively in the first half is pretty unacceptable. Um, and that's the storyline of this game because the defense gave up 14 points and 14 of those points came on a tipped sky ball uh, that shot up into the night and managed to get hauled in by Trent Sherfield. Of course, it was a former Miami Dolphin that caught it of all people uh, to put the bills on the board. You got three turnovers. You held the Bills offensively to 14 points. Uh, you got a stop on fourth down right at the two-minute warning to give you your offense the ball back and an opportunity to go down and tie the game. Uh, considering you didn't have Xavier Howard and you didn't have Bradley Chubb and you didn't have Jalen Phillips, uh, and Andrew Van Ginkle goes down in this game and Cameron Good gets carted off with a, an air cast on his leg. It's admirable effort from your defensive unit. And you we're on pace to score 28 points and you put a goose egg up in just about every facet offensively uh, in the second half of this football game. And that is why the dolphins are in this position that they are once again in, and it's a hard pill to swallow. Stay up to date all
2: year on the Miami dolphins by subscribing to locked on sports today and locked on dolphins on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube coming up. Jordan love is him in green Bay.
1: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.
2: In Week 18, a year ago, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers had the chance to play an NFC North division rival who had nothing on the line But pride, on the line for the Green Bay Packers. A trip to the postseason. That's what they do in Green Bay. They always go to the playoffs. Except the Lions went into Lambeau Field, shut down Aaron Rodgers in a season where he was already pretty checked out. And the Packers lost. It was a passing of the torch moment in the NFC North, or at least it seemed like it was. Within a few months, Aaron Rodgers was packed for New Jersey and the Packers were moving on with Jordan Love. Fast forward almost a year. Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers faced an NFC North rival playing for nothing but pride while Green Bay had a chance to make the postseason if they won. With those stakes, Jordan Love went 27 of 32 for 316 and two touchdowns. He had two other touchdowns dropped on Sunday. No Christian Watson in this game. He's dealing with a hamstring injury. Luke Musgrave, the rookie phenom tight end, coming back from a lacerated kidney, was not at full strength. And then they lose Romeo Dobbs one drive into the game. It didn't matter. Bo Melton, Dontavian Wicks, guys you've never heard of, guys whose names you might... I think I just made up on the spot. I promise both of those guys were a big part of the offense in this game. Wicks, a day three pick, a day three rookie, catches a pair of touchdowns. It was Tucker Craft, a third-round rookie, who caught the clinching third-down pass that ultimately sets up Aaron Jones. He gets the game-winning run. This season was supposed to be all about the Bears Rising to the occasion, Justin Fields would ascend with all of the investment made in Chicago. And yet, at the end of this season, the Packers are headed to the playoffs. The Bears are wondering what to do at quarterback, except they're not really wondering. 16 passes in a game, you're behind the whole game. You're telling us what you think of your quarterback. The Bears are moving on. Meanwhile, in this game, against the Chicago Bears... Jordan Love completed a 4,000-yard passing season in his first as an NFL starter. Do you know how many quarterbacks in Chicago Bears history have thrown for 4,000 yards? Zero. Not one. So it is fitting that Jordan Love would write his name in the annals of Packer history against the Chicago Bears for the rivalry's sake it is fitting that he would do it in the final week of the season, his first as a starter against a division rival, something Aaron Rodgers could not do, to put together an even better statistical season than Aaron Rodgers had in his first season as a starter, and that he would do it against a team that his predecessor, the four-time MVP, the all-time great, was famous for once saying, I own you. I still own you all my life. I own you. It looks like the deed transferred. Jordan Love, you're in charge now. And now the Packers get to play the Cowboys this weekend in a stadium where Aaron Rodgers has never lost, including a Super Bowl win. We'll see if the deed transfers on that one too. And finally, SEC Commissioner George Sankey is disappointed that we didn't like the final college football playoff rankings. I think some of the statements made in the immediacy of selection were disappointing to me as a colleague, and I would maintain that the strength of the SEC, sure, we lost some games, but as I look at where were the four best teams, I would maintain that we had two of those four. But again, the selection committee makes that decision, and we respect that decision, he said. To clarify, Sankey believes the SEC should have had one more team in the playoff, but also believes the playoff committee was correct in their picks. Right. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Coming up on the next Locked On Sports today, is everyone picking the Eagles to lose in the first round or just me? So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on sports today.
1: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.